Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> President Harris is actually going to be presiding over the Senate in her position as president of the Senate uh, for this vote. Um, that's not a normal situation. Uh, it is obviously seems to be symbolic. Um, what do you take from it? It is symbolic, but it is a powerful symbol of the White House's engagement and of the importance of this vote. It's only an opening round, as you well know. It's a vote to forward and debate that is just talk about the bill the republicans are going to be unanimous in shutting down the debate but it is profoundly important to access to the ballot overcoming the restrictions that state legislatures are imposing and ending the corruption of our present campaign finance system and that's why her presence is going to be really important well senator if you know that it's going to fail why put it up for a vote why not work to find 10 Republicans who will vote for something and get something passed as opposed to putting up a bill that you know is doomed. That's exactly what we are going to do, but we're giving them the first choice about whether to support this bill, which is our best option. Senator Manchin has proposed another version, which I would support. It has the essentials here and we'll move forward with that one and then the conversation will continue. But Make no mistake, Jay, we are by no means done at the end of today. It is just the beginning. And the American people should understand what's at stake here. It truly is preserving the right to vote and stopping billionaires, literally, from buying elections. And we are in no way going to abandon this fight. Well, I mean... Democrats control the White House, they control the House, they control the Senate. I mean, if, what are you talking about preventing billionaires from, from controlling politics? I mean, you, are, you guys control everything right now. We may have an evenly divided Senate and control because the vice president can break a tie, but the filibuster rules, as the American people are beginning to understand, require us to have 60 votes just to proceed to debate, just to talk about the bill. And that's why a lot of us, including many of our leaders, believe that we should tremendously modify the filibuster. I'm in favor of abolishing it. But in the meantime, we can mobilize support among the American people to understand that dark money, the money that goes to elections without disclosure, is determining the outcomes and that's what we need disclosure to shine a light on and that's why this bill is so important to end that kind of corruption senator haven't you voted in favor of filibustering republican legislation not allowing them to even even proceed to a discussion and amendment process and debate on on a bill we have used the 60 vote threshold a number of times for but you're example just, but you're talking about it being corrupt but you've used it too a couple of witless wonders on a failing news station, nonetheless. 
<laughs> uh, I'd like to address a couple things in that opening audio you just heard. Number one, when he's talking about dark money, because the interview goes on for about another three minutes, I didn't think it was necessary to subject you to that. But when he's talking about dark money and these billionaires funneling all this money into elections to make sure that their person wins, is he talking about Zuckerberg? Because Zuckerberg put tens of millions of dollars into the 2020 election to ensure that certain states went the way he wanted them to go. It seems to me that all of the most corrupt money from all of these supposed evil billionaires that the left always complains about are the ones that are on their side. They don't ever seem to work on our side. I'm just saying. And as far as the filibuster goes, I would like for them to keep in mind that prior to Bill Clinton, since the inception of the filibuster, it was only used 15 times in total for every presidency. During the Clinton presidency... It was used 15 times itself, which seemed like quite a bit. During Bush's eight years, it was used 39 times. During Barack's eight years, it was used 175 times. And during Donald Trump's four years, it was used 314 times. So if anybody is abusing the filibuster, it certainly isn't our side. You got to love how the left always when it's what they perceive to be an injustice towards them even if they've already done it to you now it's a problem but prior to that when they used it the in excess of 300 times under the Trump administration it wasn't a problem then (laughs) such hypocrites they really do make me sick so I'm sure that you've heard that after only a short three months after she was given the task of making sure the border was under control, Kamala Harris is finally going to go down to the border. She plans on visiting El Paso, which has a border wall, so the illegal crossings are probably not real bad because the White House and mainstream media are going to want to make it appear as if the border was actually under control. Problem with that is, Since there is actually a border wall there, we're not having issues there. We're having issues elsewhere where ranchers are, where the gangbangers and smugglers are coming through freely because there's actually no wall there. She's definitely not going to that area because they don't want you to see that. She's going to go to El Paso. She's going to try to show you that the facilities are no longer packed. I'm sure any footage that you see of her... Pay close attention. I'd be willing to put money. There is no wall in the background because they're not going to want to give the credit to Donald Trump for building a wall. They're going to want to make it look as if they have it under control and Trump has nothing to do with it. Something that I find interesting about her trip, she didn't seem real concerned to go there in the first place. It almost was like she didn't want to be there. But all of a sudden... Since Trump announced that the GOP's populist caucus is going to join him to go to the border on June 30th, now she's trying to beat him to the border. (laughs) Do you think he forced her hand just a little bit? Now, I know Circleback Saki is up on stage telling everybody that had nothing to do with it, but let's get real. She's literally had over three months to get down to the border with no concern and didn't do it. But now that Trump is due to visit next week, 
to point out all of their flaws and what they have done by destroying our border security. Now, all of a sudden, she's trying to beat them to the punch so that she can hopefully get some good press from all of her buddies in mainstream media and show you that, hey, everything's under control. What will be nice is if Trump actually goes to the border to the same spot that she's at and shows his, in his words, his big, beautiful wall. Okay. And then go down to where the real problems are at and show people just crossing recklessly, seeing gangbangers and smugglers, bringing people in, bringing drugs in and just overall degenerates coming in, into these areas and flooding into our country. That would be ideally the best move. Hopefully he'll do it. He's a smart guy. I'm sure he knows what he's doing. But I did find it comical that now she's rushing to the border to beat Trump there. Because if you think that I personally believe that she's just on a whim decided to go down there after three months, ironically, a week before Trump's going to get there, yeah, (laughs) highly suspect. This administration's just an absolute mess. Kamala Harris, Joe Joe Biden doesn't know who he is. And Kamala Harris, I don't even think she knows what she's doing She's got to be one of the worst vice presidents of all time. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's just an awkward person in general. When they ask her things that there's no rhyme or reason for why you would laugh at that question, she always cackles. (laughs) And it's, why are you laughing? We're asking you a serious question. But for her, she's, (laughs) well, (laughs) Uh, and it's annoying. It's about as annoying as I just sounded doing it. I don't know if anybody happened to see his speech, but sleepy creepies after our guns once again, he's attacking the second amendment. Uh, You know what uh, is kind of annoying about the second amendment is it's not about the second amendment. It's about how they attack it. I'm sorry. Is they always use hunting as an example. Our founding fathers didn't put the second amendment in there for hunting. It was against tyranny. It was against a tyrannical government. It had nothing to do with hunting. Back in those times, hunting was part of living. You had to hunt, grow, forage your own food. It wasn't like there was local grocery stores on every corner in 1776 where you could just go by the butcher and they got everything on ice. So hunting was part of life. It had literally nothing to do with hunting, but they always throw that out there. Joe Biden always puts it out there. Why do you need these big rifles for hunting? You don't need these guns for hunting. It has nothing to do with hunting. It has something to do with if you guys turn on us the way England was turning on them, we have a way to defend ourselves to preserve our country. I don't know how they misunderstand it. I know they don't. I know they know exactly what they're doing. And they're trying to poke at people's emotions to get everybody routed up about guns. Guns, once again, don't kill people. I've said this so many times. People kill people. Generally, sick people kill people. It's not guns. It has nothing to do with guns. And the majority of people that commit these heinous acts where they're killing mass people or you're assassinating people, 99% of the time, they didn't get the gun legally. So no matter how many laws or regulations that creepy thinks you should be putting on firearms, it's not just like magically all of a sudden criminals are going to be like, oh, now we're going to follow the law since they got all these new gun regulations. We can't buy guns no more. So we're just not going to buy them. No, 
they're going to still go get them because they weren't following the law in the first place. If you're willing to go out and kill innocent people, you're certainly not going to follow the law. What do you care about the law at that point? You know, in Florida and Royal Palm, there was a crazy man that went into a Publix and shot a one, a little over one-year-old and the grandmother. The grandmother did her best to defend and, and protect the child. He shot the child first. I think the child was dead immediately. But she jumped on him anyways, as any grandmother would. Uh, he eventually wrestled her down to the ground. She jammed his gun. The, the gun unjammed when she was on the ground. He shot her on the ground, killed her, and then took himself out. On Facebook, okay, he was saying he wanted to kill children and, and people. Well, he did what he said he was going to do. Where did he get the gun? Nobody knows. Why? Because he acquired it illegally. He didn't go apply for it. He didn't go out of his way to go get it. He, federally, they don't even know he's got a gun. So, to prove my point, how do you stop that with laws? That guy wasn't interested in laws. He's not interested in being registered. He was interested in hurting people. Where was Facebook? How come Facebook didn't say anything? Where are all the people that knew this guy? The sheriff of Palm Beach County was upset about it and said, you know, so many people have this guy as a friend on a Facebook or family members and nobody's contacting anybody. And I agree with them. How come Facebook didn't flag them? Hell, they kicked Trump off for telling people to peacefully protest. Excuse me. But yet somebody like that, nobody reports them. Criminals don't follow the law. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. So no matter what regulations you're going to put on these guns, they're not going to follow the law. You're not going to slow down the violence. In the 90s, they had an assault weapons banned. And you know what happened during the band? Go look it up. You'll see for yourself. Gun violence increased. Why? Because I know this is a shocker. Criminals don't follow the law. Now, I wouldn't expect Sleepy Creep to understand that because I don't think he even understands what day of the week it is right now. But... Criminals don't follow the law. It's just dumb. Sorry, I had to go on that little rant there. It just, it annoys me because they try to put legislation forward or threaten executive actions under false premises and expect all of us to just be fools and just say, oh, okay, well, Uncle Sam said it, so it's got to be it. You know, Joe said that guns wake up in the morning, they load themselves, and they just hop down the road and shoot people, and we're just supposed to be, oh, yeah, we know, okay, we get it. No, sorry, we're not all that stupid. Yeah, maybe some of America is, unfortunately, but we're not all that stupid. And in an effort to stop all this stupidity that's going on and to get rid of unnecessary teachings like critical race theory. I know for a fact that my governor here at home, Mr. DeSantis, is doing the best that he can to stop the indoctrination of our children. He's trying to ban critical race theory, or he already has banned critical race theory. He's threatening to punish anybody that teaches it. He even just signed a law punishing student indoctrination at public universities and threatens budget cuts if you're teaching people this crap. He's also just recently signed a law that it's going to be mandatory that children understand civics and history. And that's a wonderful thing. I heard a study on the news, and I forget who they said uh, did the study. This was on the AM radio when I was listening. But the study was about citizenship tests and how many adult Americans could actually pass a citizenship test. And the number... 
is, I don't even know, disgraceful. They say only 36% of adults can pass the citizen's test. That is horrible. How many people do not know our history? You wonder why it's so easy for them to fool, you know, mass people that don't know, that don't understand. And passing, it's not like passing is 100%. A passing grade for the citizenship test is 60%. So even that, if you're just squeaking by, that's horrible that you don't know. If you've never looked at a citizenship test, please look at it. It's ridiculous. Ron DeSantis, during his speech, when he was talking about this and why he wanted to pass this bill, he rattled off some numbers. And the one that got me the most was that somewhere near the 60% don't know the three branches of government. I mean, I was blown away that these are very simple things. Like, how do you not know the three branches of government? The citizenship test... My wife studied for it, so I know all about that. And the questions that are in there, when I read them, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. They just need to know the basics. That's how bad that is. It's looking at that. I, at the time, I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, you just need to know the basics. You need to know different presidents and what uh, what president they were. You need to know general laws. You need to know the, the three gr- uh, branches of government. Excuse me. It's not real complicated stuff. It's not like in-depth American history. These are the basics to get you going with the hope that you're going to learn more because you wanted to come here and be part of this country. So you'll learn more about our history because obviously you want to be here and you love this country. It, that is disgraceful. So the fact that he's going out of his way to put that in, I mean, I couldn't applaud him anymore. It's horrible that they, you know, people don't know that stuff. My question would be going forward. Are we going to be the only state doing it? You know, you would hope that other states see what Ron DeSantis is doing and do the same in their states because it's very important that the kids learn this stuff. That's how they grow a deep love for their country. That's how they learn to respect the flag is understanding everything. Part of what he wants taught is how bad socialism is, how bad communism is. He wants you to learn how evil Hitler, Mao, Stalin were. He wants you to know what they did to people, how many people were lost and murdered because of these regimes, because of their ideology. And it's important that kids know that because they're being fooled nowadays. So I'm glad that he put that in there. And I hope, like on many things that Ron DeSantis has done, I hope he takes the lead and other states will follow behind him. That is to be determined. We shall see in the future. That'll wrap it up for me today. I hope you like what you're listening to. If you do, please rate and review me. God, I hate asking for that. That is, it's like pulling teeth. But apparently, I guess the theory is the more people that review and rate you, the higher you go up on Apple. That way more people can find you and it helps you grow. So that's where I'm at. So if if you have a chance, if you have the time, if you want to, uh, please rate and review me if you like what you hear. Um, you can follow me uh, Twitter at LJCONSERCRN, Clout Hub, Little Joe CC, Parlor at Joe Little, and Gab, Little Joe's Corner. You can also check out any videos that I post on Little Joe's Conservative Corner on Rumble. Beyond that, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. 
I will see you on Tuesday, and we are getting closer to the 4th of July, so I'm looking forward to that, celebrating our country. God bless. Have a great weekend.